to the Coco Express Network. Talk radio that informs. Talk radio that inspires. Talk radio that enlightens. Talk radio for us all. It's Aurelia. I'm the creator of the Coco Express Net- Expression Network, and um, today we are scheduled for Paradigm Shifters, Principles for Life and Success with Steve Duncanson and Marilyn Ocasio. Marilyn won't be joining us. However, I wanted to take a moment before the show began to really explain to you how important each and every host is that comes on our network. They take time out of their busy schedules, and they volunteer this. And they share their time, their talent, and their passion. And I couldn't tell them how often they have um, made an impact on someone's life because of the feedback that they've given me. They don't always know exactly how they've helped. And the fact that they have joined me on this platform, it just speaks volumes to who they are. And I cannot thank them enough. And I have to take this opportunity to thank each and every one of them for their time, their dedication, and their loyalty to this network, to this program, to this programming. And I just wanted to make sure that each one of you know how important it is that they are here doing this because it's programs like this that make things better and easier for us as we move forward in our lives. And believe me, as the creator, we are always learning and and, and growing and experiencing more things. And this particular show has helped me learn, grow, and experience in ways that I can't even begin to explain. So I just want you to watch me grow and unfold. So I'm going to take the time now to step away and bring to you the amazing Steve Duncanson. Oh, well, thank you so very much, Aurelia. Yeah, You're you welcome. Had out the, you had me pull out the... Tissues there, wipe the ice. I just want you to know that I love you and care about each one of you. <laughs> well, uh, we certainly, certainly appreciate it. And um, as you, as you did rightly say, this is a uh, a labor of of love uh, and. Uh, with our passion and desire to be able to help people, help people grow, and um, and do know of a few other um, of the other hosts that are on the on your network and um, in our dialogue and conversations about these. Um, as, as much as we got to figure out, oh my God, it, 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 we're at that point again of the month. We, we got another one coming up. <laughs> as much as we get there, it certainly um, we appreciate. Uh, the opportunity to be able to share our passion and be able to lend value to uh, to others. So, I want to and you want to know you you want to know one thing that I've figured out. I mean, I've honestly figured out in all the millions of seconds that go on in in the universe, we actually fill a void that's needed, whether we know it or not. Mm, mm, mm. And and that that affirmation is. Is helpful because there's no doubt. I mean, especially in our, in our context, this, this particular dynamics of, of Blog Talk Radio, that there 
we don't often have people who dial in and share what their their thoughts, uh, concerns, ideas, um, whatever. They don't call, they they don't call in, and so sometimes I feel like I'm speaking into a vacuum, you know, and um, only hoping that someone hears something that will will assist them in their life along their journey. And um, so even that that's being done by, by faith, quite frankly. And um, so, you know, I tell you, it's so interesting that we're discussing this even, even now because with all the other, with the things that are continuing to come up in my schedule and more being uh, opportunities opening the door, uh, many times I'm like, you know what? Okay, this is going to be the last month I'm going to do this. Or this is going to be the last year I'm going to do this, right? <laughs> and uh, and then I have a conversation with you, and you say, oh, Steve, people are listening, and, uh, you know, it's valuable. I'm like, okay. <laughs> we'll do it one more, you know. So, <laughs> But um, once again, I, I, I do. Everyone... Um, wants to be appreciated and I'm certainly glad that I am know that it is mutual um, that I'm grateful for the confidence that you have uh, in Mal and I to be able to do this uh, with this time so um, thank you thank you and uh, also um, I don't know if I said hello to everybody yet but hey <laughs> uh, <laughs> welcome to another edition of Paradigm Shift There's Principles for Life and Success uh, again, I'm Steve Douglas, your host, and uh, I'm pleased to be able to be here. I want to give a quick shout-out to my co-host, Marilyn Acasio, who is not with us today. Um, and that's because she is taking her, she's driving her uh, daughter up to acceptance day at, I think, Pratt University. Right? And that's where she was accepted, upstate New York. And so congratulations to Marilyn and her daughter um, on on that success. And um we certainly wish you to save travels, and uh, I hope she got some scholarship money. Brad <laughs> <laughs> uh, ain't cheap. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that goes. But uh, at any rate, Marilyn, uh, you know, holla at you, holla to you, and, and hope uh, things are, are going well. So, in um, as as you know that more often than not what I look to do with these programs, unless I do have something specific that I'm working on, uh, I like to share contemporarily what's been going on in, in, in my life and how it might be relevant to, to the lives of others as well. Um, certainly we have a unique experience of, of a life. We, we experience it uniquely based on who we are. Um, however, some similar things happen to all of us. Right? and all opportunities and, and things of that sort. And so we talk about common issues, common challenges, common successes um, that, that many of us have and uh, believing that it could be leverage for, for someone else to be able to bolster them. And though I do want to say that, you know, the last two sessions we had been talking about character and leadership and referencing the John Maxwell resource. I'm sorry, not John Maxwell. I'm always saying John Maxwell, aren't I? Uh, the, uh, Dr. Miles Monroe um, tool of uh, character and leadership, the, the power of character and leadership. And um, do, uh, we'll be getting back to, to that maybe in the next session. But this one uh, today I want to just um, highlight and, and so interesting as well that when um, Aurelia asked me what I was going to be talking about today. 
I was like, well, I think I'm going to. And she said, well, you know, I saw this Will, Will Smith video. And I said, that's the one. <laughs> that's exactly what I wanted to talk about today. And, um, you know, from the, the moment that I saw it, it resonated immediately. Uh, besides the fact that um, I really appreciate the skill of, of Will Smith, his diversity, uh, and how he has uh, how he has matured himself and grown even as a, as an actor. Um, but, but just the experience that he talked about, which was, and maybe I'm sure many of you may have even seen it, the video where he recounted a story of uh, sky jumping, right, skydiving, right, and uh, and how the night before he he and his friends been hanging out and talking some smack and like, oh yeah, we should go jump out of a plane. And everybody was all down for it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Then came the morning that they were supposed to go. And he's like, geez, what did I agree to? <laughs> and I can certainly relate to that. Right? But uh, I think there are a whole lot of lessons that come out of that. But, uh, and so actually, I don't want to spoil the entire thing for you. I would encourage you, if you have an opportunity to, uh, to go online, I'm sure it's available on YouTube, and see uh, Will Smith's skydiving video. But I do, there is one line in there that he did say that I want to share with you because it is reflective of my, uh, an experience for me most recently, too. And um, it really deals with the a- aspect of fear, overcoming, pushing through fear. Right? And um, he, he in, in, in discussing it, he made this, the statement was, that resonated, he said, God put the best things in life on the other side of terror. I'm, I'm pausing for a minute, not because I, I don't know what to say next. Even saying it again, it resonates. God put the best things in life on the other side of terror. A question that has been asked through the ages um, with regards to fear, and that is this, what would you do if you weren't afraid? What are the things in our lives that we would attempt? Matter of fact, let's personalize it. What are the things in in your life, in my life, that we would pursue if we weren't afraid? How does fear sometimes block us from achieving what is our potential? And if it's our potential, that means we have the capacity, we have the ability to to do it or develop the ability to be able to do it. But if we don't have the belief in our capacity and our ability, then we don't take action. And so, um, you know, most most recently in in applying this, uh, I I recently added a a new client to to my roster, um, which I'm very excited about. Um, And... um, Actually, it's the, the New York Giants. I'm doing a leadership development program for the New York Giants. And, um, uh, yeah, right? uh, that, that certainly represents uh, another level of exposure for me. I mean, I've been doing training for, you know, million-dollar and billion-dollar companies already, but the the exposure of who's in the room is really the, the thing that becomes huge. It's, it's never who's in front of you. It's who those individuals influence. Right. And so certainly I'm sitting in, in the, in the, in their, uh, one of their training rooms uh, with 
names that I'm not going to share the names, but probably names that you would recognize. And we're discussing, we're discussing leadership, but one of the, one name I can share with you actually is the, the gentleman who um, allowed me the opportunity to bid for this. Um, you'd recognize his name. If you follow football at all, his name is David Tyree. Um, he's the was number 85 from the, the Giants 2009, I believe it's 2009, Super Bowl champions, championship. Uh, the helmet catch, right, cut the ball against his helmet. And, um, uh, and, and so he became one of the heroes of, of that Super Bowl when they defeated New England. Yes! Okay, I'm sorry. I digress. <laughs> right? <laughs> but um, at any rate, so, so uh, you know, I've, I've known Dave for a number of years now, and uh, he had this idea of something he wanted to do as far as developing leadership for uh, within the organization of New York Giants. And um, um, so when he told me about it, um, initially the way it was set up was that um, doing the presentation, I was simply going to be doing the, created, the creation and design, development of design of the program. Now, I've never done that before. Any program that I've ever done, any training I've ever done, it's, um, it's something that I, I created and then I present. Or if I got it from someone else, still my mindset is I present it. So I know how to do that. Um, but to be able to create something of, of, of value, um, uh, of, of, of huge efficacy, and I'm not delivering it, meaning because a lot of what I do is what comes out of my, my spirit, what comes out, of my, comes out of my head, even though I have material on the table, right? So be it as it may, um, when he first told me, I was like, oh, okay, but I felt intimidated because I'd never done it before. Um, and so the closer it got to me having to submit the proposal, I became more and more nervous, more and more left to get nervous, afraid afraid of, um, of, of, of and not believing in my ability to be able to accomplish this, to be able to create this thing. And so I started engaging in fearful behaviors, uh, procrastination, um, denial, uh, putting other things, saying I was busy doing other things. Uh, and though I was busy doing other things, I didn't make time to do it. Kid, kid around with my daughter um, about how, you know, there's so many, there are times when, we're, we're a little apprehensive, fearful of, of doing something, and in that fear, so you know, I think I'm gonna take a nap now. I, I, I think I need to go sleep, right? <laughs> right, and end up doing that rather than pushing forward and pushing through regarding the project. But what happened was that, uh, and I procrastinated, I guess, as long as I could. And Dave called me back and said, "Steve, I don't know if you're gonna uh, if you're gonna um, have." Your uh, that proposal ready, but we're gonna we're kind of gonna need it within the next. Uh, we're gonna need it very shortly. I said, well, you know, Dave, uh, David, I, I don't, you know, I don't know, if I, I don't know if I'll be able to get to do it. I'm, I'm really busy doing a whole lot of other things, and uh, I'm sure you guys are under some constraints as well. So, um, you know, it would probably take me another two weeks really to be able to get this done. So, if you have to select somebody else, just go ahead and do that. And and Dave said, well, if you could have it in two weeks then okay, we can still, we can still flow. And I was like, oh man, okay. All right. So now my point is I ran out of excuses. Right? I now, I now have to do this thing. And so I remember hanging up the phone, disconnecting the phone and uh, saying to myself, how am I going to do this? How am I supposed to create a program um, that is impactful, um, full of information, 
great value um, and not know how someone else is going to deliver that, but my name be associated with it. Um, how, do, how am I supposed to communicate? They do a, a leadership development training program. And by the way, I didn't throw this in there. They were going to be just um, the initial is six sessions. We're going to do six sessions. Right? So, like, how do you teach leadership in six sessions? And then what became should have been obvious, but really even clear to me was that John Maxwell talks about in his book, The 21 Irrefutable Laws, um, the law of process, which says, in simplicity, leadership is not developed in a day, but it is developed daily which means and reaffirms the fact that leadership development is a, is a process, not an event. So there, there wouldn't be the need for me to have to make, quote-unquote, leadership experts out of the attendees, out of the participants, but begin to, to, to walk alongside them on their journey of lead, leadership development. And so when that became clear, it also let me know, well, I can make this module one, and each one of the lessons, A, B, C, D, and E, which is exactly what I did, which, of course, um, subconsciously and uh, um, market-wise kind of uh, you know, sets up module two, right? <laughs> so that subliminally was put in there you know, for, you know, for them. Um, and so as I was putting together, I said, okay, cool, six sessions. It's going to be module one. I'm figuring, okay, well, each session will be about three and a half hours. And I'll be able to deliver some, you know, really good content in that period of time. And then Dave texted me back. He said, "Oh, Steve, I wanted to remind you that uh, uh, the sessions can be are only going to be sixty to seventy-five minutes." Yeah, <laughs> you got it. An hour to an hour and fifteen minutes per session. Now that even made me like, "Oh my goodness, how what content can I put in there?" Uh, and, and and that became more of a challenge. And then. Uh, he also, uh, I think he texted me a week after that and said, Steve, uh, we're going to need, if your proposal is going to be ready, I'm going to need you to present this to uh, my committee um, by next week. And um, so the pressure was on, pressure was on. But here's my, my point to all this was that I, I was fearful through the process, but I pushed through the process. I didn't, I, I, I didn't allow, I said to myself, I'm not going to allow this opportunity to go by and not have taken it. I can't, you're like, you know, you, you miss 100% of the shots you don't take, right? I didn't know if they were going, if I was going to be the one that was going to be selected out of the, the proposal, the bid process. Um, I didn't know if the content I was going to deliver was going to be better than the other person's content. And I didn't know, hey, what are they going to deliver? All those things. What I believed in is, is my, my purpose my potential and the opportunity that was in front of me, my purpose, my potential, and the opportunities in front of me. And the, the, you know, what Will said when he got to the door, right, of the plane and they opened the door, you're 14,000 feet in the air. They opened the door and they're counting one, two, three, and then they, they push you out of the plane. The, the reality is once you've jumped, you're going to land. Once I start the seminar, it's going to end, right? So, but what happens between it starting and it ending, I'm in control of. See, what we have to be committed to is it fully engaging the process, believing that we'll get the greatest result, 
right? But we have to do everything we necessary. Once you, there's, once you jump, once you make the decision that you're going to do something, there's no need at that point to be apprehensive. To, to hem and a ha, to wonder about what other people are going to say. Is it going to be the best? No, we need to do simply at that point, do your best. Do your best. And so that it, it, how you land, how you get there um, is up to you. When, you. when you land, when it's all said and done, it, it's going to happen, right? You're going to land. You can land on your feet. You can land on your back, right? But uh, based on what you do in the air, what you do between the time it starts and between the time it stops is what's going to end, impact what happens at the end. That creates the greater like, greatest likelihood. So the fear can use, and we know fear can be for light, for illumination, or it could be used for energy, or it could be used to consume, either one of those. But it's the same. Fire is the same. It's the same. How we use it, how we leverage it is going to be up, up to us. So the point is, the time probably won't come when we won't be afraid. I got to tell you, I, I do dozens and dozens of presentations a year, dozens, and I can't say that there's ever a time when I go out there and I don't feel some degree of fear, some degree of apprehension. But Les always says, you know, Les Brown said that, you know, if ever you go in front of an audience and you don't feel some degree of fear, you have to wonder about how much you respect that audience, right? Because the fear is, you know, there, there are some things that are, are unknown in, in the process, and <clears throat> there are limitations that we have, but that we, can, we can't allow the fear to consume us. We have to utilize that fear to become the energy, to channel, channel it towards the great good that we believe that we were purposed for in the first place. When the, you know, we've heard me say many, many, many times that we, when we know the why, the how no longer matters. And so this, the, the whole focus has to be one's uh, purpose, potential, and the why of that opportunity right in front of you. And, and when that happens, it, it changes. It changes everything. So I had my first session uh, with um, the team uh, this past Wednesday, and um, what a great first start. Um, I, I'll tell you, I was, again, sitting there in the uh, – one of the – I think it was the defense, defensive players' uh, training room, and uh, as, as I'm sitting there and seeing all these, these individuals, and I'm yeah, feeling apprehensive still feeling apprehensive but you know also what i felt belief and confidence in what my purpose is and that that god brought me to this moment and if he brought me to this moment then he's given me the ability to succeed in this moment he's given me the, the ability to succeed in the moment and here's another thing that really helps from that standpoint you know because um will you know um yeah, Will said that, that God places the, the best things in life on the other side of terror. I agree with that. But God also does something else, especially in, in, in well, I can say most, most especially and specifically in my life. Uh, and that is put people around me that, that support me. Matter of fact, let me read this, um, read an email to you that my daughter Brittany sent me the night before 
I had this first session and, um, you know, when, when she, you know, now my daughter, Brittany, I'm sure I've talked about her before on, on the program because, uh, if, uh, I've got four children, two older ones, two younger ones, um, Brandon, Brittany, Blake, and Brooke. And, uh, Brittany is my eldest daughter. And, uh, she's also the one that's most like me <laughs> in the, in many different ways. Right? <laughs> so, um, when she knew I was going to be doing this event, she sent this text to me the night before. Said this. Says, Good night, Daddy. You're going to be amazing tomorrow. Exactly where you are is exactly where you shine. When you're up there, you can't help but be amazing. Your passion for what you do is infectious. I'm praying that they see him, with a capital H, they see him through you. I'm so proud of you. Have fun no matter what. And call me after it's over, right? When it's <laughs> right. so, I I, I I read that several times after she sent it, soaking in um, her soaking in her heart there. But also, you know, em- embracing her belief, which which emboldened and built my belief. And I also, in wanting to thank her. I posted it on Facebook again, one of these teachable moments, always trying to find them. So I posted it on Facebook and over 165, I think we're at 170 of my Facebook friends chimed in on their belief in me as well. Uh, many who have been in training sessions with me before, um, individuals who simply have, were, were blessed by some of the things that may have posted in the past, conversations we may have had or whatever, uh, and they express what their thoughts, their beliefs are regarding, regarding my ability. And that further emboldened me. Because here's the reality. Once we step out there and we, we put our, our dream out there, we tell people what we, what we want to be able to accomplish, and then we start taking steps in the direction, the encouragement, the, the, what we need to succeed, to be, to be uh, cheered forward is there. It's out there. We simply have to have the courage enough to take the step. The belief in, and I can't, I can't say enough, if purpose is the why behind the what. And if we know and embrace and believe that everyone and everything was created with a purpose. And if God creates people with purpose, he also creates them with the potential to fulfill that purpose. So inherent inside of us is the ability to do that very thing that the dream is in, in front of us. I mentioned to you before that resource that I've completed uh, called Chase the Lion. And the, the counterintuitive nature of, of chasing a man-eater Right, being a man and chasing a mad eater. But those they're, they're dreams that we have in our lives that are bigger than we believe immediately that we can accomplish. But what the, the, the subtitle of, of that resource that I fully believe is the book is called Chase the Lion. It says, If your dreams don't scare you, they're too small. If your dreams don't scare you, the fear we're talking about. If they don't scare you, they're too small. And so the challenge is how, how willing will we be, how willing will you be to chase a dream that scares you, 
to allow yourself to believe. Dream beyond your circumstances. Dream beyond the moment. To embrace the truth of what God says you are, not what your circumstances say. Not what your, your, your limitations are in your mind. How willing are we to take this step? Dream big. Don't play small. Don't be afraid. No, be afraid, but do it anyway. The fear is natural against these human beings. But what we, what, we, what we can choose is whether we're going to allow it to consume us or whether we're going to use it. The fear is going to come. You know, we got the we got nature. You know, you know like, like fight or flight. We got that inside of us. But we can choose to fight. We can choose to push through whatever that thing is that's trying to keep us from achieving the thing that represents our dream. I can mm. I can go on with this one, but hopefully you got the point, right? Mm. <laughs> hey, chase that lion. Dream big. Don't not jump. <laughs> God has placed the best things in life on the other side. Jump. Jump. All right, I'm done for today, Aurea. <laughs> okay. And you've done a lot. <laughs> <laughs> uh, thank you so much uh, my absolute pleasure I hope that um, those of you who are on the line who listen to this program will take the words to heart please excuse any of the pauses that are in there <laughs> with regard to you know, me talking into a phone but um, I hope you take the words uh, and allow them to get into your spirit allow them to get into your head uh, and uh, allow it use it so that uh, you achieve all the things in life that you desire. Well, again, it's been Steve Duncanson um, and, and Paradigm Shifters for Life and Success. Aurelia, thank you, and thank you, my listeners. God bless. Thank you. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.